right. Welcome back to our podcast, Eraserheads. I'm your yeah. co-host. I'm your co-host, uh, Augie <laughs> Brightman. My letterbox, Augie Brightman. Yeah. I am your other co-host, Jacob Durham, and my letterbox is that one movie account. Yay! We did oh it. my god! Can you imagine? I could. All right. How is everybody? Just the two of us. Pretty good. Um, be pretty cool right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. How are you doing? I'm amazing. Although that's so good. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. just stuff. Watching movies. Working on this script I've been working on. It's been kind of tough because you know I'm trying to do this outline, and it's like hard to get everything like collect all my thoughts into one thing. So yeah. I've actually um, uh, begun um, uh, working on something myself, but nice. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll give more details in the future, but yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've just been watching movies, playing on my DS. That's that. <laughs> I uh, I started uh, watching this show called The Midnight Gospel. Have you huh. heard of it? I've never heard of this. It's from the creator of Adventure Time. Um, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I was just kind of <laughs> have it in the background. Yeah. You know. uh, I can't always rewatch BoJack Horseman. That's true. It's a great show, though. Yeah. All right. So should we get into our movies we watched? Let's just do it. All right. Who wants to go first? Um, You can start while I pull up the list, I guess. All right, so starting with, uh, date was the 16th. Is that like a Thursday? I don't, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> I watched Sean Baker's other film that I have not seen called Tangerine. Ah. Uh-huh. Which I thought was, I didn't really like it, but. <laughs> I, don't know. I watched um, uh, Sean Baker's other film called Tangerine as well. Yeah, because of me. <laughs> Uh, Very, did, I liked it. You liked it? <laughs> yeah, it's one of the funniest movies I've seen in a while. Really? Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. I wasn't really invested. You know, I I think the I get the intention was like to show how trashy the characters were, but I don't think it really. It was just at a point where the film was kind of unwatchable. <laughs> I got annoyed about some of the aspects of it, but overall, it was just a fun time, I thought. It's no sort I, of project. But, I but. appreciate the ambition of it, and <laughs> Sean Baker is something, someone that I do think is somewhat of an in- inspiration. Yeah. Um, you can follow him on Letterboxd, by the way. Yeah, I'm already following him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I kind of forgot everything about it, Tangerine, but yeah. Yeah, I thought uh, it was fun. Uh, your turn. Um, okay, well, after Tangerine, um, I, w- I watched some short films um, uh, to pass the time before I started um, uh, my feature that night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched, um, let me get the name right. I don't, I don't remember what the name is, but it was, um, uh... <laughs> hold on. Oh, I'm um, uh, Entering Red. Have you heard of this? No. 
it stars um uh, my girl um uh, Anna de Armez, and that's why I watched it, and it was fine. I didn't rate it because I don't know, not really a movie you can rate. So what's it about? Nothing really. It's she <laughs> like sings in it. There's a lot of red. That's my favorite color, so that was nice. Yeah, um, yeah. it was cute. Whatever. Um, then I watched. Um, I think it's called Fear and Shame. Um, uh, another short film. Um, it's wait, no, that's or, it's it's a Robert Pattinson short film, and that's why I watched that. And it was oh, is that the one where he like finds like, a hot dog? Throat, he deep he deep throats the hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's trying I to find that. a hot dog. I forgot what it's called again, but um, it was fun, and yeah. I like Robert Pattinson, and it was funny. Yeah, he's a great actor. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Then I watched a Terry Gilliam short called Storytime. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, it was cool. Um, uh, nice. Yeah. Um, I'll just run through the short films and then you can go. Um, mm-hmm. I watched The Weeknd's new thing, um, After Hours. Um, oh. I watched so... it because um, uh, he was good in Uncut Gems and we we're discussing uncut gems this episode yeah. so yeah so they ripped off martin scorsese <laughs> yeah they stole the title um yeah. but it was cool it's five minutes you should check it out um yeah maybe i watched rejected um uh yeah i saw that yeah that was pretty cool funny. yeah i liked it um speaking of funny i saw too many cooks and um, that was really yeah. funny <laughs> um I think that's all the shorts. All right. Uh, I watched a, a feature called The Fits. Oh, some yeah. Movie on Criterion Channel. I thought, you know, why not? So I turned it on. Thought it was kind of eh, mediocre. Oh. Something yeah. about like a little girl wants to be a boxer and she's like, you know what? I'm going to be a boxer. So she does. <laughs> wow. That's basically it. <laughs> um,. Then I watched Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Yep. Finally. And mm-hmm. I loved it. It's a great movie. Uh, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, one good. of the best looking movies I've ever seen. Um, mm-hmm. uh, performances are great. It's yep. slow, but I'm like fine with how slow it is. I was never bored. I knew what it was doing. So, I mean. Yeah. I like the film. I do think it's a little overrated. Um, I mean, yeah, it's not life changing or anything, but like, it's very good. I have issues with it, but like, I just, I, it is very beautiful looking. It's like probably my third favorite looking film of 2019. Um, or maybe fourth, I don't know, but, um, the performances are really strong. I just, yeah, I just have my issues with it. Like I didn't really care for the third lady's story arc oh the yeah the like maid or whatever yeah i didn't really wasn't really invested in her as much as like the other two yeah i didn't even know yeah it's so sometimes hard to follow um uh, but it's a yeah it's a good movie i think you know i've seen the director's other films i've seen two of her other films and it's i don't I feel like a lot of people who really love Portrait of Lady on Fire haven't seen her other films. But, yeah. You know. I'd like to check it out. Um, uh, it's called Water Lilies, right? 
Yeah, I saw that. It was all right. Yeah, it has the same girl, but, right? Yeah, I saw, and I saw Tomboy, which was actually pretty good. Oh. Huh. Yeah. Might have to check that out. But I think Portrait of Leofar also has a really good ending. Oh, yeah, it's, the ending's amazing. Yeah, not going to spoil it, but... Yeah, yeah. Um, then I watched... Oh, it's my turn. Yeah, yeah, you go. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I rewatched uh The Florida Project, oh. Sean Baker's other movie. Boy. And I really liked it this time around. When I first watched it, I was kind of mixed about it. Yeah. But, like, I, I felt like... I felt like there was never a point for the movie to exist. Like, it was just so plotless. But then, I guess rewatch, it kind of... I felt like, oh, wait, no, that is kind of the point. Yeah. And I started to appreciate it, especially after Tangerine, getting a sense of what Sean Baker is. I started to appreciate the film a lot more about showing the trashiness of our world, of, uh, of Florida, preferably. Yeah. Um. And just the garbage people inside of it, because there are, you know, I used to think that the the acting of the grown-ups were too exaggerated and unrealistic. But then I guess meeting some people, seeing some trash, like garbage, like the like videos of people. Because like yeah. when I was making when I was making Narrow, I had to watch a lot of clips of uh, toxic Republicans and. Yeah. Well, I don't know how it is down there in New York, but I live in Indiana, yeah. so yeah, I mean, suck here. So yeah, I found yeah some of the characters very like um uh, realistic. So yeah, yeah, and yeah, I just I don't know. Um, yeah, but I think the film is very well shot, and I think that it. It is just a lot better on rewatch, and I really love the performance from the little kid. Oh yeah, um, the ending. Yeah, I'm not a fan of. I was about to ask. I think it should have cut to black thirty seconds earlier, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I. It doesn't more ruin the movie for it. me. Yeah, I wouldn't call it like garbage. It's yeah. just like it was like really. I understand why it was there and I forgive it more because I, cause I was expecting it on a second watch. Yeah. But I don't know. Still, you know, it's still, I, I liked it more on second watch though. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. I'm glad. Cause I remember yeah. us having a little shindig about you not loving that movie as much as me, but uh, yeah, whatever. Um, I watched Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> it was fun. Okay. Yeah. Um. I watched. Yeah. I watched uh, True Romance. Oh, that's by... the written by Quentin Tarantino, right? Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> it's decent. I haven't heard that's great it. things about it, so it was okay. Yeah. Um, I watched um a movie called Charlie Wilson's War. Have you heard of this? No. It has Tom Hanks, Philip Seymour Hoffman, um, Julia Roberts, Amy Adams. Um, oh. It was pretty good. Um, it reminded me of Vice. Um, yeah. Vice is a pretty good movie. Um, 
this yeah, is I've never seen Vice. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. Um Yeah. But yeah, Philip Seymour Hoffman's amazing in it and Tom Hanks is really good. Um it's funny and the story's okay. I'm not really into politics, but whatever. Yeah. It was fun. Um, I watched a ghost story with uh Rooney Mara and Casey Affleck, and I enjoyed yeah. that. Thought that was pretty solid. Good. Have you seen that movie? Yes, I have. What do you think? Um, I haven't seen it in a while, but I really, I remember really liking it, and it really like left packed on me after watching it. But I really haven't thought about it that much since, so I would like to rewatch it. Yeah, I uh, I liked. There, there are portions of it I didn't like. I didn't like the part where he like was with the Spanish family. I was like, what? <laughs> Did you like you the I'm talking about? hippie scene? That's another scene I didn't like. He's, I don't, I like the scene. No, I like the movie when it's very um, action driven and it's a very lack, it's a big lack of dialogue. Yeah. Because... You have so many long scenes in this film that have no dialogue, like the the pie eating scene. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rooney Mara's like, uh, yeah, I'll eat it, but is it vegan though? That's that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, but was it vegan? Uh, no, but um, yeah, I just think the that I just appreciated the film more when it was. A lack of less dialogue and more, and I felt like the scene with the hippies was like kind of expository. But yeah, I still appreciate the film. It has, it looks great. The acting's great. It's well written. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the, I didn't like the editing very much. But you know, I don't really recall the editing. It it just had like too many quick cuts that I didn't really like. But you know, no. um, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, I rewatched a film mm-hmm. called Dickie Roberts, former child star. What? Dickie Roberts, former child star. It's a Happy Madison production that stars David Spade. Was it good? No, it's horrendously bad. Um, that sounds like the prequel to Bucky Larson. Oh, Bucky Larson's iconic. Um, but this. Yeah, that's like the best movie ever made. I would recommend Dickie Roberts, though, just because of how strange it is. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. Watch Dickie Roberts' former child star. It is one to see, to believe. Uh, I watched a film on uh, Criterion Channel called uh, Mikey and Nikki. Yeah. Uh, And, you know, I just heard so many things about it so i thought oh, i guess i'll watch it eh, it was okay <laughs> you know i didn't really it didn't really leave much of an impression on me i just i like the chemistry of the characters but i didn't really find the story that interesting it was like a kind of a less interesting good time oh in a way okay yeah. i might have to see this yeah yeah um so, i'm just gonna rat oh like rapid fire quick a couple quick rewatches I did. Um, uh, okay. I rewatched um, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Um, I yep. still think it's a masterpiece. Um, it is. It's hilarious. It's disturbing. It's. We definitely need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we do sometime. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Lolita, I rewatched. 
Um, mm. One of my favorites. Um, it's slow, but it's worth it in the end. Um, yeah. yeah. Then I rewatched The Master, which <laughs> we will be talking about next week. Um, sure. And it was so good on the second watch. I think I saw this way too early the first time. Um, yeah. This movie means a lot to me now. And um, I am working on something very special um, uh, that has to do with it. That's just, uh, yeah. Is it like inspired mm-hmm. by the master? Is it like actually like the master is a part of it? Um, it it's a review or an analyze. Oh, a review. Okay. So, yeah. I've never made one. Is it on your YouTube channel? <laughs> I have a YouTube, but I don't upload on it. So, okay. But I'll be sure to send you it first to so you can yeah what you think like what you did with narrow yeah. with me so yeah fuck you audiences yeah you don't get to see it <laughs> but yeah i love this movie it's one of my favorites now we'll talk about it next yep, week great yeah yep um, that's gonna be violent yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a it's gonna be a bloodbath indeed even though i love the movie too yeah <laughs> um, um i rewatched my crawl right. and it was fun Oh yeah, I always wanted to see that. I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. Great movie. Jake Gyllenhaal's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. The last movie I watched, which was last night, uh, *Pan's Labyrinth*. Oh boy. Everyone, everyone says this movie is amazing. Everyone says this movie is like the like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I was just I was really excited for it, and I was really let down. I gotta say. You're not a Guillermo del Toro fan, huh? Well, I've only seen two of his films. Uh, one of them being The Shape of Water, which I think sucks. Oh, but... my God. Yeah. I, and I think, I think uh, Pan's Labyrinth has a lot of things going for it. I think it has a lot of great things in it. I think it's a very beautiful film. Yeah. Looking film. Beautiful looking film. But I think the story is very bland and kind of well not bland but just uninteresting i found it pretty goofy overall yeah um the kid was all right i guess but the practical effects were pretty good production design was pretty good i was just like i don't know i felt like it was kind of pointless in the end like and every time someone would get shot in this movie they just stand still in place (laughs) And like wait for like ten seconds, and then they die. It's like what? Yeah. It was conf- it was weird, but you know it. It's it's a lot of people love it, so don't let me stop you from loving it. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember really liking it. But I would like to see watch it again now that I'm more educated in film. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's important to learn more about the Spanish War too. I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, um. I actually rewatched that. Uh, well, I watched um, this thing. It's called The Master Back Beyond. Um, What's that? And it, it, well, it's called Just Back Beyond, but um, it's kind of like what PTA did with Punch Drunk Love and Phantom Thread. He like makes like a little short film out of like deleted scenes and bloopers and. He plays some of. The- oh, I might have saw that because I saw behind the scenes footage of the master on my DVD. So yeah, I don't that's know. what it. Yeah, 
and he plays like um a Johnny Greenwood score over it. Um, yeah, Johnny Greenwood is I, probably I, my favorite composer. His music is amazing. I don't know if I have a favorite composer, but I mean, I probably there's probably someone that comes to mind. Like but, my favorite score is like her, um, uh, but my favorite like, composer is probably Johnny Greenwood. He's made a lot of great, great scores. Yeah, my favorite score is probably Birdman. I just love that drumming score oh, yeah. in it. Yeah, but... it's all drums. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. But um, yeah, I don't really have a favorite composer, I guess. I don't know. Um, then I rewatched The Jerk because I needed a laugh. It's hilarious. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Hilarious. Yep. And that's it. All right. Should we get into our next discussion? Let's. So we all, well, we two, uh, two yeah. of us, we rewatched a movie. Uh, well, did you rewatch it? I did. It? Yeah, well, I sent you a clip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, we rewatched Uncut Gems. Oh, boy. Uh you let's give us let's give our like uh pre before we rewatched it like our pre opinions well, should on we it. Say what it's about. Yeah, I mean I'm sure everybody yeah. knows it, but it's basically about this gambler who bets on uh Kevin Garnett, a famous NBA KG. player. Yep, and uh, really it's just the downfall of an addicted man, a man who's addicted to gambling. He, he just fucks up with his family, the people he works with, and it's a, it's a character study of a, of an asshole, yeah. basically. So basically, good time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of people love this movie. Yeah. A lot of people say it's extremely anxiety-inducing and that they couldn't breathe. Uh, yeah, so... Before we talk about like our feelings bef- uh, after rewatch, well, actually, I, I assume that our feelings are the same. But yeah, uh, all right. So let's just say, let's just get into it. What do we think of Uncut Gems? Um, I love this movie. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. Well, I I think it is good. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. I don't really understand the hype. Yeah. I think it's a good film. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I don't think it's a masterpiece, but it's a pretty dang near perfect movie, I feel. Near perfect? Near. Really? Yeah. Um, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I Yeah, I never really understood the hype train for it. Um. Well, the Safdie brothers... So... Um, or like yeah. the second coming of Christ or something. These guys are amazing. Really? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're like my favorite people, like currently living besides David Lynch. So, well, how many of their films have you seen? I've seen because I've only um what Good Time and Uncut Gems, but I really want to see Heaven Knows What. So how do you know if you've only seen two of their films? Because Good Time is one of my favorite movies ever made, and Uncut Gems is. Yeah amazing and i just love yeah. them like hearing them talk i watch the behind the scenes how much they care and love movies it's just great 
Yeah, I respect them. I think Good Time is a very good movie. It's a good time. Oh boy. I get it. Uh, and, you know, I wouldn't say it's perfect, but... Yeah. I saw, like, a couple of their <laughs> short films, too. Yeah, I, I think I've only seen their... Uh, what's the Silver Man, Gold yeah, Man thing? I watched that in an older um, one. I forgot what it's called, but it was yeah. cool. I Yeah, I have an interest in getting to more of their films, but yeah, I've only seen Good Time and Uncut Gems, really, but yeah, I just... I There are a lot of things I do like about this film. There's a lot of things to appreciate, Yeah, but there are some glaring issues I have. Um, so should we just... So how... Should we just start, like, uh, the... Well, actually, I have a note about the opening scene that I want to yeah, add. Yeah, okay. Or, or at least start with, I guess. I felt like that the scene in Ethiopia... Yeah. It felt kind of undeserving, and I'll tell you why. Because they, we have the scene where Adam yeah. Sandler, his character, Howard explains to Kevin Garnett about the stuff like on Yeah, he shows phone, him the right? video. Yeah, I was going to say that yeah, opening so, scene's kind of pointless because he just like yeah. breaks it down for him in a scene later in the movie. Yeah, it just feels undeserved. But it's only like two minutes, so like it doesn't really, you know. I don't um, know. But like when I first um, saw it in theaters, like I was so excited to see Uncut Gems that that scene kind of dragged a little more for me. Because I was like, I just want to see Adam mm-hmm. Sandler. Come on. I like the scene where it like starts with the colonoscopy. Yeah. I felt like those kind of showing how far up his ass he is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like kind of a pretentious prick he is. But, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's probably not what the point was. But, you know, that's just what I took away from it. There is a lot going on in this movie. And... The first time I didn't pick up on everything of what was going on because it moved so fast. Um, yeah. So upon rewatch, I got to like just chill out and like examine what he's doing, and he's actually a much bigger asshole than I remember him being. Yeah, um, because he's I mean, he definitely of other people's yeah. and like giving him fake stuff. It's... Yeah, I think the reason why people consider this so anxiety-inducing is because he keeps doing so much stuff that you don't want him to do. Like, you're just screaming at your TV, like, stop it, don't do that, and then he makes the wrong choice. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't really saying stop it. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, when, like... He's like, let's bet. Uh... Yeah, and, like, when he pours the drink on the girl. <laughs> that was hilarious. When he slaps the smoothie out of her hand. Yeah, there's some pretty funny moments in this, yeah, this film. Movie's hilarious. Like, uh, like, uh, what's it? Uh, holy shit, I'm gonna come. Uh, that line's iconic at this point. Yeah, that's an iconic line. Um, um, just his voice. Yeah. sometimes is hilarious and not like a bad way, but it's just like you can tell Adam Sandler is like really having a fun time, a good time, um, performing, uh-huh. and it just like little character traits he has is hilarious. In like a good way. Yeah, he definitely fits the role very well, and he does a great job. Yeah. Um, in the film, he does he, on gives one of my favorite. He what? Music went on for some reason, but um, 
<laughs> I don't know why. Okay. But um, <laughs> no, he gives one of the best performances of the 2019, in my opinion. Not the best. I know. But uh, I actually... He should have got nominated. Yeah, he should have been nominated. But I actually prefer I his performance in Punch Drunk Love. See... I think I I like his performance better in Uncut Gems, but I like Punch Drunk Love more. Yeah, I can understand why someone would appreciate his performance in Uncut Gems more because it's like, I feel like with Uncut Gems, that's a performance that nobody else can pull off like he can. Like, he's kind of just perfect for it. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think really, I felt like Adam Sandler was kind of the driving force of the film in a way yeah but well there's still also a lot yeah. of things to appreciate in the film but i just yeah uh, yeah adam sandler isn't the only good performance in it um uh kevin garnett kg mm-hmm. is really good for never acting yeah in his life a lot of people in the film have never acted before like julia yeah julia Fox. yeah she does a really good job yeah she's amazing too um i wonder if Adina Menzel's pretty good. I wonder if uh, the Safdie brothers went the Sean Baker route and just looked her up on Instagram. Um, I watched the special features, and apparently they've known her for a long time, uh, and they like um, uh, hired her because of her like personality. Yeah. Because like the character that you see in the movie is her, basically. That's how she. Yeah, acts. and I, I liked her character. Yeah. I mean, um, she gives Howard like a good soft spot because without her he'd just be a douche like and then when he and then another funny moment when she has the ass tattoo yeah that was great like when i watched that in the theater i watched it first in the theater and um yeah uh everybody laughed at that part (laughs) yeah watching it in the theater is a great experience and then when you heard him say like oh now you can't be like uh you can't (laughs) What was it? He can't get buried next to me. <laughs> I yeah. thought that was so funny. Um, Lakeith, um, uh, State Statefield. I don't know why I don't know his last name. He's in one of my favorite movies, but like, what one? He's really good. What, wait, huh? which one of your favorite movies is he in? Sorry to bother you. Oh, I've always wanted to see that. That is a definite recommendation in the future. Yeah, because I freaking adore the movie. I always wanted to see that, but um. Yeah, he was good. I don't really remember much of his performance. That really stood out. Yeah, he's in the back. He's just I, I, I like him, so it was nice to see him just like chill. Yeah, I yeah I like all the performance in the film. There wasn't really anybody I thought was bad. I liked. Uh, yeah, the kids are good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they they felt realistic, like that teenage girl. Although yeah. I don't really believe that she was in that play because that play that seemed like she was like for like like fifth graders but then she looks like she's like 16 yeah. so i'm like what why is she um, in a school play i like how he just like the safties just like hire like weird people on yeah. the street or whatever like that guy who looks like the most jewish guy you've ever seen in your life <laughs> who <laughs> he he's hilarious it's kind of like um, uh you never see mr beast you you watch his videos yeah i i watched them in the past but now they've just become a well yeah i don't really watch them anymore but he uh he would like pick up random people for these like crazy like one million dollar challenges 
So it yeah. kind of reminded me of that. Like he's just, it's like Billy on the street. <laughs> I yeah. Don't know. But yeah, it's like what he did with um a buddy duress um uh, in Good Time. Oh right, the guy. Yeah, with the black guy. But that's kind of the thing with with this. I kind of wanted to segue into that. I feel like a lot of scenes in this film were similar to Good Time, and I felt like Good Time kind of did it better in a way. Well, yeah, I like Good Time way more than this. But, like, um, I mean, I basically could probably show this movie to anyone, and they will probably like it. Yeah. I think. Anyone that I hang out with, anyway. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I would show this to my dad because he's Jewish. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a good Jew movie. Yeah, it's a good um, Hanukkah movie. Yeah, watch a double feature with a serious man. No, but with uh, with good time, I wanted to say because like I feel like okay, so you have the scene in Uncut Gems where the door won't open, right? The what? The, the door won't open. He's trying to like get. The- Oh yeah, and like yeah, yeah. I, I think the intention was that you wanted to feel anxiety inducing. He's like, "Come on, get it open already." Oh. I did. Yeah, in that scene, I did. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you why I was. I feel like it worked better in Good Time because there's a scene in Good Time where Robert Pattinson and Jennifer Jason Leigh are at the bank. I think like, and she's trying to get out the ten thousand dollars to bail out his brother. Um, but like the thing doesn't work. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, that's like one of the best scenes. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Robert Pattinson like keeps like yelling at this guy, and I feel like that works better because that's like more driven to the plot of the movie, and that's more of the style of the film. The door opening, it kind of felt like that's not really a part of the story. I don't know. Have you seen After Hours? No. The Scorsese. No, not yet. It's very much like this. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Safdies probably get, were inspired and influenced by that. Um, yeah, I see Good Time not that much as an anxiety, um, a, like inducing movie. Um, I see it more of a guy who just keeps making mistakes and fucking up. And that's Uncut like Gems. The movie. No, but in this, I'm like anxious, and I'm like, oh my god, like it, it just problem after problem after problem but like um in good time it's not as like intense i don't feel it's like jesus this is getting depressing i thought good time was pretty intense i mean he's got in good time he ruins like everyone's life and like the like in one night i thought it was pretty intense i mean his brother in jail when he's like trying when he turns off like turn changes the channel on the tv gets into that fist fight uh i don't know and the brother in jail, and then uh, uh, there's another scene I forget. But uh, oh yeah, when I mean, he's it, but... when he's making out with the teenager. <laughs> yeah. Like oh my god. Um, no, it might just be because I've seen that movie like seven times. Yeah. So I'm like, I've only seen it twice. It, but... yeah. I showed it to a friend of mine, and he was having a panic attack. It's always the very first movie I recommend to people. Yeah, it's good, but um. Yeah, but here's the thing. I, I guess you could debate with, like, the door opening scene in Uncut Gems. You could debate, like, that's, like, showing how these people are, like, losing their patience with Howard, I guess. Yeah. Um, But yeah. I just didn't feel that much weight on it. 
And I felt like a lot of there's a lot of scenes like that, and that's why I feel like the film is extremely repetitive. Yeah. It's just it just it feels very repetitive, like the same things going on, going on, going on, and then that's and then bang, bang, that's it. Like a little bit um that's not really my problem with it. Yeah. Um I just I don't know. It takes a little bit to pick up in the beginning. That's my only like issue with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like once you're in, you're in. So. Yeah. I mean, I was I never mean, very little. bored by the film. I think that I'll give it this: the the two hour and fifteen minute runtime really feels like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's very fast paced, and I I appreciate it for that. Um, and there are scenes I liked. I liked when Howard was uh, yelling at Julia Fox for. He thinks that uh, he she was cheating on him with the weekend, yeah. and the reason I appreciate that scene because it's ironic because really Adam Sandler's cheating with the wife, so yeah, with Adina Menzel, and I appreciate. Well, they're getting divorced. Well, yeah, but it's still like it does like add to his character. I think. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how like early on him and Julia Fox started like dating or porking or whatever their relationship was at the time when you know he was with indina mizell yeah like i didn't see it as cheating because in my what i saw it was like they were already divorced and he's like okay i'm gonna hook up with this hot girl that works with me so well i took it as if like i really just took it as uh dina mizell caught him with Julia Fox and that he just decided to keep the relationship and then they're just divorcing them divorcing but I don't yeah because there's that scene where the kid uses the bathroom yeah right 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 yeah and the neighbor's like who's the hot girl living in your well no he tells the kid and the kid's like we're spoiling the hot this girl right living in your room yeah yeah spoilers sorry yeah. you'll put a thing in the yeah I'll put a thing but um yeah, I appreciate how the, they fit in his family life. It reminds me a lot of uh, Breaking Bad, in a way. Yeah, you're like I've never seen Breaking Bad, but it's an excellent show. But um, uh, yeah, it kind of reminds me of that in a way. But um, and I appreciate the I I do appreciate how they handle Adam Sandler's character. Yeah, because I I know I've I've seen like assholes like. Howard Retner, and I don't feel like he was ever real unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the scene when he was in the closet? <laughs> I love that. That scene. was so funny. Yeah. That I'm was coming. I love that. Yeah. I. Uh, I just love their relationship. It just. It just. It's just so him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I, I <laughs> call me. You can call me. I don't know if this is offensive or not. I mean, if it is, I'll edit it out. But uh, do you think that Julia Fox's face ass kind of looked like implants? Uh, <laughs> no. Well, yes, yeah. <laughs> and like the nightclub scene when she's walking out, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> but, I don't know when she's wearing the dress. It doesn't look. No, I mean, good. like when she's wearing the lingerie. Oh, nah, not really. It looks great. But, like later, later on, I was like, Jesus. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. No, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. But like, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not judging. Um, it's not like she's gonna watch this. But no, if she I mean, is, maybe she will. You're I don't cool. Know. No, I mean, yeah. Julia Fox. If you're listening to this, you did. You gave a great performance in this movie. You're cool. Me yeah, and Crafty Team Man nominated you for Best Supporting Actress on our award show. Your award show? Oh, yeah. I haven't told you about this. No. I'll send you the account, um, but yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to see it because I'm going to be pissed off about Best Actor. No, you're not. Oh, I'm not? Okay. <laughs> but yeah, we have an award show. Well, we should have an award show. Well, I guess we already have a podcast, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, um yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we'll we'll see what happens at the end of the year. Um yeah. Yeah, uncut gems. <laughs> uncut gems. I You know what I found kind of weird about this movie though? What? Do you remember, you know the the kid who like has to take that shit or something? Yeah. Okay. And there's a scene when he's at the house and he's like obsessed with the basketball too, and he says like, and uh, Adam Sandler's like, uh, yeah, your dad was just like you. So my question is, did they like adopt him or something? Like the dad died or something? Like what happened? I don't know. Like I don't remember this. Yeah, some. I think it was implying that like he's adopted or something, or that he's like. I don't know. It's like, what? Like, why didn't you just make him your actual kid? Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, to each their own. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking through your thing. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I'll, I'll look um, through it. I'll look through it later, actually. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uncut gems. Yeah. Uh, It does, like... Here's the thing about rewatching it, though, because I feel like the ending I think is great, right? Yeah. And I feel like the payoff is really well when it gets shot in the head. Like that was a shocker. Like I was I was shocked in the theater. Um Yeah, watching that with an audience is great. Yeah, they all gasped. But um I guess just rewatching it, it doesn't feel as great because you just expect it and then it just feels kinda weightless in a way. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I like that it like zooms into the uh the His bullet wound. Yeah, and then it's well, like not a wound, but yeah, kind of a hole in his fucking head. I kind of took it as if he was like in over his head in a way, like like in the beginning he was up his ass, but now he's in over his head. But like, I don't know. Yeah, the Safties were talking about like how he's the gym or some shit like that, but like. He yeah. is your dad. He's your dad. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do like the ending, though, because I think it was kind of like him being, like, free in a way. Like, yeah. he's, like, he he finally won. He got his victory, like, not with, like, the basketball game. but like Yeah, that the, was his final moment. That was, like, his, his victory, and then that's it. He died a winner. Yeah, and he died a winner. Didn't get the money. Julia Fox. Walked away with the money. Oh, Julia Fox kind of lost in a way, but yeah. Well, because, yeah, Howard's dead. Yeah. <laughs> but Howard won because those crooks don't get the money. The Julia Fox gets the money. Discount uh, Willem Dafoe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, oddly tan man. 
helped her out. That guy's great. Yeah, they just like hire like these weird characters and they just give like great little performances. I love it. Yeah, I like the a lot of the the makeup blood, the blood makeup. I think that was really well done. Yeah, I like the violence in this. Like when I don't think some... makeup get, gets enough credit in film, honestly. Yeah, there's like few makeup. I, I thought the um, makeup in 1917 was actually really good. Yeah, but I don't think it should have won. Did it win? I don't think it won. I can't remember. Did Bombshell no, uh, win? Bombshell, yeah, Bombshell. Oh, well, I don't give a shit. But um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Suicide Squad won. Oh my god! I mean, and I wonder it was nominated. Though. What? Wonder was nominated one year. Oh, I get it though. That mask looked retarded. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that movie. But um, yeah. Um, oh, did you know the main character of that movie is named Doggy? Yeah, I did. I was yeah. wondering if that's why you liked it. Like you saw it younger. I saw when I was like, like, I saw it with my dad. No, I actually have a funny story with this. I saw it. It was with my dad. It was the night before we were going to see uh, Book of Mormon. That was a play. Oh, my God. The really good Broadway play. You know, yeah. in New York, uh, Flex. But um, yeah, so we had a double feature because my dad's a producer. So he gets all the screeners and stuff. Um, to vote for like DJs and stuff. So yeah, we had double feature. We watched Mother by Darren Aronofsky. Oh my god. With my dad. And then watched Wonder. <laughs> Jesus. Pretty similar films. That's uh, funny. Pretty same audience, you know. Kids can watch yeah. Mother. I, I would show that to a kid. No, but um They should. Yeah, but that was pretty funny. I mean, I remember just liking maybe I liked Wonder so much because I loved Mother so much. So I kind of just like it kind of because I watched Mother first. Right. Yeah. And, then I, and I loved Mother. And then it yeah. just like rubbed off to Wonder. So maybe that's it. Maybe if I rewatch Wonder, I don't know. I can't even picture watching a movie after Mother. I, I love Mother, honestly. Like that's that's a lot to take in. <laughs> I I never understood the hate behind Mother, honestly. Me neither. I think yeah, it's I love it. amazing. Yeah. Grace Randolph. Oh my God. Uh, so anyway, uncut gems. Do we have any uncut more to... gems? Um, any more? I just want to like. I don't know if like this is intentional. What the Safties <laughs> do. Yeah. Um, but I love how they like hire like not bad actors, but underappreciated actors. Yeah, who are like they're good actors, but like everyone like shits on them, and they're like, oh yeah, because they did that with Robert Pattinson. Yeah, they did that with Adam Sandler. They're right. like giving them a chance to prove themselves, and right. I love that because Robert Pattinson's one of my favorite actors now, and I wouldn't have like you know fallen in love with him as much if you know, you know, yeah, if it weren't for Good Time. Yeah, Good Time, The Lighthouse. I yeah, I, good. I I prefer his performance in Good Time though, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I love Good Time. I love it more than The Lighthouse, but his performance yeah. of that is amazing. Lighthouse sucks. No, I'm just kidding. I know. You no, I'm just it. kidding. It's a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. I, I love The Lighthouse. It's just a little overrated, but you know. <laughs> but yeah, I love that the Safdie brothers give these guys a time, like a spotlight. And I've been wanting this for Adam Sandler for a while. I was very happy to hear that my boys I just... were taking care of Adam Sandler. I just hope he keeps doing this. Honestly, I'm worried he. Did you he see won't. the trailer on his Instagram for the new shitty comedy? Yeah, I'm scared. 
Like I think he's really just doing this just to get back at the Oscars. He probably is. He deserved that was ridiculous. Jonathan Price for the two popes. I didn't watch that movie. That was the most boring movie I've ever seen. No, I I watched five minutes of it and then they start singing Dancing Queen. I'm like, nope, I'm out. It was I watched it all the way through just to be extra mad at the Oscars and it was ridiculous that he was nominated. He was good, I guess, but like over Sandler. I didn't watch I watched five minutes of it, so there. Everyone else that was nominated deserved it, um, but but him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would say you know they should have put yeah. Sandler in there. I didn't even want him to win. I just wanted a nomination. Like they should have put Pattinson. Lost? Yes, they should. Robert Pattinson for the Lighthouse. That was ridiculous. And then they didn't even put Willem Dafoe. Yeah, that was extra ridiculous. Anthony All right, here's Hopkins. some Oscar snubs. Yeah, we what? should do some Oscar snubs. Do you want to do Oscar snubs? I guess. No, I mean, it's bit. your choice. We don't have to. I was just like, all right. I mean, no. if you want to, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I have my complaints with this year's Oscars, but there are also some things I liked, you know, well, it's like been Joaquin a while winning. since. Yeah, who cares? Joaquin winning and like Parasite and everything. Yeah. I, I forgot. Uh, there was another. Oh, I, I was happy for Taika Waititi. I know you. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think so. But I, I really like Taika Waititi and I'm glad he got, you know. Time to shine. That was nice. Uh, there was something else that I thought should have won, but I don't want to say that. But uh, <laughs> oh my god, for best step. Yeah, whatever. Best yeah. What? Best adapted screenplay. But yeah, oh. uh, who won for best original? Sc- oh yeah, uh, Parasite. Parasite, which I guess deserves it. I mean, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think has a great script, but I can understand because he already has two Oscars for that. Yeah. Uh, I'm very happy for Bong Joon Ho and he won all that. But um, yeah. What else was there? Yeah, I mean, one best actress again because I kind of feel like Renee Zellweger, right? Yeah, bullcrap. Yeah. Uh, where's the girl from Portrait of Lady on Fire? Oh, girl from. Yeah, girl from Portrait of Lady on Fire. Florence Pugh for Midsummer. Come on. Yeah. Midsummer was snubbed the worst. Like best cinematography. Come on. Best score. Oh my god, the score in this movie. I listen to it every day. But um Best yeah, best director. Actress. There's so many yeah, wonders. There's so many so many like things that Ari Esther just clearly has this beautiful style and I love it. Did you read my review for Midsummer? I wrote it a while ago. I don't know. I'll check later. But um Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of smells. But you know, what are you gonna do? Uncut right. gems. Yeah, Uncut Gems. I also really like the score for Uncut Gems. Yeah, it's like similar to the score of Good Time, yeah. which is also great. But yeah, the score is great. I I do movie. wonder what would have what it would have been like without it, because I feel like the scenes that have the score in it kind of fit without it as well. But yeah, I, don't know. I wouldn't say like it's overbearing. It's just like. I don't know. I guess there's just times where I could take it more seriously without a score. But, yeah. yeah, I guess it was a good. It was a good. It was a good score overall. I, uh, I also really liked the cinematography and the uh, DJ scene. The what? The DJ scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I like that part. Yeah. The nightclub so, uh, scene. Yeah, the nightclub scene. Sorry. Yeah. So, uh, 
we have anything more to say about Uncut Gems? Besides the ratings, no. All right. You want to give your rating? Yeah. Um, it's still a 9 out of 10 for me. I thought it was going to be a 10 out of, on second watch, but I think it's a 9. It's a 9 out of 10 it's a, movie it's a for nine? me. I'm confident. Yeah, 9 out of 10 for me. Sorry. Um, yeah, good. Uh, yeah, uh, I had it as a 7 originally. Uh, I'm going to keep it as a 7. <laughs> Yeah, so we didn't change. Yeah, we didn't change any. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yes. It it was nice to rewatch it. Seven out of ten. Didn't feel like a waste of time, but didn't love it. I just don't really get the hype. But yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, So I recommended a film that neither of us have seen. I've always wanted to. This is by Jennifer Kent, who made The Babadook, which I did not see. I I wanted to. What? You cut out. What are you saying, Augie? Uh, disconnect. What? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I'll... Whatever. <laughs> okay. No. But, um... Yeah. So yeah, we saw a film called The Nightingale, which was 2018 or 2019, because like, um, I actually screenshotted it, shotted it, and it came out 2019 everywhere yeah. except for one place. So it's yeah, 2019. 2019 in my book. The Nightingale. Neither of us have seen it. Yeah. Uh, what did you think? Um, pretty intense, pretty great little movie. I thought. You liked it? You like you thought it was I yeah. liked it quite a bit. Yeah. You thought it was great. Wow. I thought I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. I I'm pretty conflicted about this movie. Oh my word. I know. I feel like there were things I really loved about it, but there's also things I kinda hated. Um oh. I don't know. I'm really mixed I really have a lot of mixed feelings about this movie. Yeah. I um so what do you what did you like the most about the film? Spoilers, everyone. Yeah. Um, I like how just relentless this movie was. I mean, a lot of people told me that this is like the most violent movie ever made. This is like the most yeah, I didn't disturbing film ever made. I was like, really? This? <laughs> it's not the most disturbing movie ever made for me. I don't know if that's just because I'm like, um, uh, what's it called when you desensitized from it? Yeah, but, I mean. Um, uh, I've just I've seen worse. I mean, apparently this film was um full completely inspired by Come and See, which I don't really yeah. I don't really see it, but you know, me neither. Uh Come and See is probably the most disturbing movie I've ever seen, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, uh so what again, what did you like the most about it? Well, yeah, just like how it, it wasn't disturbing, but I like how they just did not care to def- like a f- like shock you like there's a lot of child murder mm-hmm. and a lot of rape um, i don't know a lot of rape. i felt that it really just tried to be edgy and it was just trying to be <laughs> shock value sometimes yeah. like 
I'm gonna compare the baby killing scene to like uh under this under the skin. I'm not gonna spoil under the skin, but there's a similar scene with a baby and yeah. I feel like the subtlety with that was much more scary because it was much more subtle. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? At the beach. But um Yeah, I know what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. Uh the nightingale, he just throws the baby on the wall. It's like <laughs> fucking chucks it against like, the wall. I, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> like that was like um, not hilarious, but it was just like it was like a rag doll. Yeah, I, I knew the baby was gonna die. Um yeah. I didn't I didn't know he was gonna die that way. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so like it felt like Antichrist, but it's like the ejaculating the blood. Like it was just trying. It was. It felt like it was trying so hard, a lot. Yeah. So you have not seen the Babadook? No. Um. And I wanted to ask you. You've seen it, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I wanted to ask you. Um. Are there similarities involving the direction and the, like in idiosyncrasies with it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Um. There are. Very, there are two similar dream sequences in both movies, um, where it's like surreal and like disturbing. They both have like dream sequences, um, they both have strong performances by female, yeah. Um, both disturbed me in a weird, a different way. I wasn't really disturbed by this movie, yeah. It didn't was, really, I think the Babadook disturbed me more, honestly. Yeah, I wasn't um, disturbed by this movie. I was just like, wow, okay, we're doing this. Cool. I know a lot of people uh, who love this movie, and I know a lot of people who hate it. Um, yeah. I know someone who said that, like, it has great cinematography, but it fails on the most important parts of filmmaking. And yeah. I got to be honest, I can kind of agree with that. Yeah. It does have great cinematography. I love the shot in the beginning of the movie where um, she's cleaning the the floor with the baby like just lying there remember that yeah yeah i like that shot yeah. and then the shot where she's like carrying the things the the i don't know what you'd call them i i forget but um there are a lot of shots of the moon that i like yeah but like the scene where she's carrying those things it kind of reminded me of the lighthouse yeah um yeah, yeah i think the film is very beautifully disturbing uh, beautifully disturbing no beautifully shot <laughs> i don't know what yeah yeah, yeah beautifully disturbing um Um, can i just mention something because i think this is kind of hilarious (laughs) okay okay i wasn't disturbed by the rape scenes in this movie because of a few reasons but there's one particular reason that distracted me once i noticed it it distracted me for the entire movie um the first rape scene i couldn't stop thinking of the fact that she looked in exactly like joey king (laughs) <laughs> that's good and i just kept thinking the kissing booth oh my god so i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> did you notice that um the guy in this um was charles manson and once upon a time in hollywood no but now you, now that you mentioned it it does make sense yeah that's charles manson and yeah. Once upon a time i could see that now he was great um yeah. Yeah, I had mixed feelings about some of the performances. I think they were mixed overall. The black guy was good. 
Really? His name, so I'm just going to call him the black guy. I thought it was good. <laughs> I think he was very inconsistent uh, when it comes to the accent. Oh, I didn't notice this. I thought it was really just not... I think some of the issues with the performances I had was the direction. Like, there was a, the part where... um, This is kind of a small nitpick, but, like, when he's... Uh, he's, like... I forget. He's, like... He sees that the house, the small house, he, like, turns his head, and then he turns back in, like, the most dramatic way. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's kind of like a small part... But yeah. I don't remember that happening, but I can probably, uh, I believe you that it happened. Yeah. yeah, I just felt like a lot. some of the action accents were pretty iffy. Some of the performances felt, like, inconsistent, but, you know. Yeah. Some of Claire's accents, like, her accent just felt kind of inconsistent as well. Like, it just, it kind of mixed. Yeah, I don't know what language, like, what accent she has in real life. Yeah. I mean, she very well could have been just speaking her own accent, but I don't know. Yeah, she was good. Um, I believed her. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't Oscar worthy, like Chris Stuckman said, but she was good. Yeah, there again. There's a lot of. I don't think there's really much of a middle ground for this movie. Yeah. But, um, I mean, if this film were to get anything, I would say cinematography, but you know. Yeah, I don't fair. think there's really anything else that special. Although, again, I would say the makeup is really well done. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The bloody makeup, the, I mean, although I do think some of the violence is unsatisfying and a little cartoonish, the blood and the gore and the makeup and the white, like pale skin, I think really works. I guess my favorite scene in the movie is when she kills the first guy. Um. When she's running after him, too. Not just when she kills him, but, like, the whole build-up to that. Really? I thought that was, like, really overly dragged. No, I liked it, how she Mm. kept chasing him. I don't really have a favorite scene, I guess. uh, I mean, I I guess I like the dream sequence when she jumps into the lake. Oh, yeah, the dream sequences were good. Those were effective. They they fit. They they were well done. I like the score. That was put with them. I don't remember the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I never really felt like I. You know what? How the rape scene, the first rape scene, was like five minutes into the movie. Yeah, I didn't really feel much for it because it felt like it. Because I feel like the we barely knew anything about this character. Yeah, it just felt kind of empty to me because you know a lot of people think that it's going to be disturbing because it's disturbing just because of the the subject matter alone no matter who it is and i can understand that yeah because the subject alone of rape is obviously horrifying and one of the worst crimes ever However, I think the reason why I don't get affected unless I know the character well is because I feel like you know how in real life how there are so many people dying every day, but we just like and like we kind of know this except we but we don't really stop to think about it. Except yeah. like it feels like we only care when it's someone we know. Yeah, because it happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the time to strangers. We just don't stop to think about it. So I think it has something to do with that. 
But I yeah. don't know. I mean, I obviously the subject matter of rape and the act is horrifying and horrible and one of the worst things a human could do. But I don't know. Were you affected by it? Yeah, but when they were like offended, no. But like on the like that one, that one scene wasn't even the worst one to me. Well, like it's just like when she's doing it and when they're doing it in front of the baby, it's like, come on. Like I get it. <laughs> no, like, later on when they like left the, they took the black girl. Yeah. Um, away from her kid. Yeah. Like that scene was more disturbing to me i guess yeah that i that i would give it that i'll give it that but it's just there's times where it just reminds me of a serbian film i've never seen that but i've seen enough i mean you can get the vibe of that movie though how it's just shock valley it was just trying to you off yeah yeah i know i a lot i just felt like it was substanceless in this movie a little bit yeah i don't know I I re- again I really have mixed feelings about this film. I feel like there was just a lack of character development for this character. I do like how the the black character it, he was like developed in that like campfire scene. Yeah, I like how the like how it ends kind of mm-hmm. like I don't cuz it's sat- unsatisfying in some ways with like how they die. Yeah, but I'm like I, I like how he just like puts on the makeup and goes and hunts them with spears. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was. I mean, I I I don't know how I feel about the ending. What did you think of it? Well, I guess you like the ending ending. Yeah, like the ending ending. Um. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't. I don't know. I I like the the shot of like the sun. You remember? Yeah. I kind of remind me of the Lion King. <laughs> um. But the the writing isn't that great in this. Oh, right. Yeah, I I don't think the writing was that great. Yeah, like that speech that she gives. Yeah. In the bar. Yeah, that that wasn't the best. I I don't don't like the I didn't feel like the singing. Yes, (laughs) I was going to say that. I didn't want to be rude, but like, oh, my, I don't like. When someone sings, you better be pretty good for me to, like, not cringe at it. But it's just... It, it, why? It's why have it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It uh, it did feel a little, like, eh. And then, like, when she does it in the final, sh- the final scene... Not the final scene, just, like, the scene where she's, like, kidnapped in a way. I don't remember what happened in that scene. Do you remember what I'm talking about? It was in the no. third act. Um these guys like capture her or something i don't remember um <laughs> but it's just it, it's like it, it 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 takes me out of it i feel like i'll just throw out a couple scenes that i just now remembered that i enjoy okay um, uh, um i like the scene where they're walking down the street and they see the slaves um uh they cross the slaves and then like all the they shoot all the people. Yeah. And then they're like, you can shoot yours if you want. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, I like the scene where they're eating soup at the table. Yeah. And uh, he just starts crying. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that part. Um, oh, can I just say one more yeah. thing about her accent? 
uh, the Star's yeah, accent. Yeah. It sounded at times it was so inconsistent that at times I thought it it was like a character from Fargo. <laughs> like I actually felt like he was like hey, Albuquerque. Oh, don't you know? Oh my! Oh, <laughs> Arby's. You, got, you could maybe have something there. Yeah. It's just I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a whole bunch to say about it. I I, I was excited it. about this movie. I really was. I was pulling through with it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe the Babadook will be better. Do you think the Babadook's better? I like the Babadook more. Um, yeah, the Babadook, Babadook, whatever. Um, yeah. yeah, maybe I'll like it more. I mean, I thought you saw it because I saw your performance list. Because I no, I okay, it so like... someone recommended that to me. So I I left recommend I le- I allowed recommendations. To, to add okay. to that list, and someone commented, Oh, uh, SC Davis for the Babadook. So I added that, yeah, because yeah. I was lo- looking on your list because I was making a performance list. I was like, Oh, you probably has a couple good ones on here, yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, a couple good ones, yeah, a couple, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like uh, yeah. uh, uh, Sophia Coppola and Godfather Part Three. Oh my god. Oh, don't do it now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I... Anyway, yeah, I thought the final... I, I think the best part of this movie is the cinematography. I, there are a couple of shots I really liked. I explained the shot in the beginning, but also the final shots were pretty beautiful. Yeah. Where they have, like, their shadows, I think. Like, the yeah. thought that was well done. But... There's really just a lot of this movie holding me back from calling it a great film. Or even, I don't even know if I would particularly call it good, because there's a lot I just don't particularly remember to enough to feel that that's like important to me. Yeah, I would call it good. I thought it was real good, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I appreciated it. Um, it's a good movie. I would recommend it to a certain group of people. Yeah, it it has things I like about it. Uh, I like the practical effects in the film. I like yeah. the blood, like fake blood makeup and the clothing. It's really well done. Um, yeah. I never felt like I was uh, not in this location. The location like felt like it was like real. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It was... Um, the punches in the movie looked yeah, real. I yeah, that. I liked the... When scene. he punches the Charles Manson guy in the face, like, three yeah. times, I was like, oh my god. That was, like, the most disturbing part of the movie for me. Um, I... Again, I just wasn't really affected by this film, just disturbing-wise. I just... I don't know. Um, I liked the yeah. part where, like, the guy, he impales the other guy with the knife with like the, the stick in the neck oh yeah like, some of it was goofy it felt yeah. gratuitous i think yeah I, I yeah i feel like the more subtle the more scarier that's why i think that's why i don't think martyrs is that disturbing of a movie because i think yeah. that's a film that just it's so over the top, I think. Like there are times in that movie that I do cringe that I did cringe and I did like like get disturbed by and cringe in a good way by the way. But um Yeah. Yeah, but like that's like just an example of that I felt like I just I get I kept getting vibes of like Hannibal uh, Cannibal Holocaust and like 
stuff like that. Yeah, I've never seen Cannibal Holocaust. I would like to. It's interesting. <laughs> it's not good. Martyrs, yeah. The idea of martyrs is more disturbing than the actual movie, in my mind. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I understand why. I, can, I guess I can understand why people love this film so much. Because, well, I I can see that it it can inspire future films, I think. Yeah. But it just, I don't really see a point in rewatching it, I guess. Yeah. It just, a lot of it felt very goofy. A lot of the most serious scenes felt really goofy. And it just, I don't know. There's, there were good things about it, but I just think there were, I kind of think the cons kind of overweigh the, the pros in a way. But yeah. I can see that, I guess. Um, I do, I will say this. I, you know, with the script that I'm working on in my future, uh, you know, my future career and stuff in filmmaking, uh, I want to yeah. make this film very, like, uh, violent. And it's going to be pretty violent and uh, gory, but it's not going to, I don't want it to be, like, too gratuitous. But I guess with people saying that, like, the, the, the Nightingale is so violent and so disturbing, and the fact that I didn't feel much of that. It kind of inspires me to go above and beyond in that sense. And, yeah. you know, I guess uh, just improve myself in that way. So, you know, I don't, I don't know, I guess in that way it kind of inspires me. Because I don't think you could really get nothing out of a film. Like, I think there's always something yeah. you could get out of it. And I guess that's just what I got out of it. But again, that's not really the that wasn't the, really the intention of the movie. But you know, yeah, they had to do something to stick out, I guess. You know, get people talking. I yeah, know. I just I don't know. I didn't. I was pretty underwhelmed by this movie. Yeah, but uh, again, what did you uh, think of the ending? Yeah, no, I wasn't a real big fan of the ending. Um, I didn't like the singing. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the singing. I just didn't like like how it really. Well, I mean, I guess the ending singing on itself, I didn't like. But like, oh, I guess I just didn't really care about the singing on itself. But just the how it was filmed, just like right on her face. It's like no, I'm good. Bro. And it's like she's about to sing, and then cut to black. Like what? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like it never felt like. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I I just yeah. I I did I really I I tried with it. I really did. I just I was. I don't know. It was your recommendation. So well, I haven't seen it. No so, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, we didn't like Marie Antoinette. Yeah, that was yours. So. Yeah. Maybe so. we should, Anything can happen. Maybe we should stop recommending movies that neither of us have seen. Oh, well, I guess that's... I guess we shouldn't not do that because it's really about the discussion in the end. But, you know. Yeah. We got a pretty good discussion out of yeah, this. Yeah, of course. I mean, I mean in my... Yeah. Hope the audience thinks so. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there are people in our audience that like this movie, and I'm sure there are people in our audience that don't like it, but, you know. I don't know. Yeah, Crafty T-Man really liked it. Uh, next episode, which uh, I believe we're having him on next episode, right? Yes, uh, we are. That's the I'll plan. ask him his thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we have uh, any more to say about The Nightingale? No, it was, I think we I have it. incredibly mixed feelings about this movie. Like, I really just 
I I have no idea what to say about it. Honestly, it's just I can't say it's good. I can't say it's bad. I just I I'm so middle of the road. Yeah. But so what would you give it? <laughs> in the end, I'll I'll give it a very 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 generous six out of ten. Okay. Yeah. So be kind. Rewind is better. Uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, <sighs> be kind. Think about it. I will say that I think <sighs> I'm going to put the Nightingale above Be Kind Rewind. And I'll tell you why. Because, oh. no, let me explain. I like <laughs> Be Kind Rewind more because it's more personal to me with movies yeah. and everything. However, the Nightingale's production design clothing yeah, better made. makeup yeah. cinematography it 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 has a lot more effort in it i think yeah they're two completely different movies yeah but enjoyment enjoyment level yeah be kind rewind but um you know yeah nice. six out of ten for nightingale it's it's a movie i'll give it an eight out of ten really yeah that's yeah. that's generous low eight a low eight wow i wow <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I enjoyed. Yeah, Joey King did a great job. Yeah, good job, Joey King. Joey King. Jo- the Safties should like cast Joey King. Yeah. Let's list some stars who are currently not doing so hot that the Safty brothers should cast. Let's see, Joey King. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Joey King. Noah Centineo. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I bet he could if he really tried, give a good performance. Because he really likes Gaspar Noé, but he pronounced his name wrong. <laughs> what? Apparently. He he really likes Gaspar Noé. What? When? When did you hear about this? Did you watch the Car- Car- um, uh, Karsten Runquist video? No, I don't like Karsten. No, I don't Nail. like Karsten Runquist. Yeah, he's kind of a pretentious douche, but I like his videos. Sometimes. I don't. <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, have him on for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I'll just like have him on. I'll say, I hate you. <laughs> Elves the Alien's going to be on next episode of Sardonicast. I have no idea who that is. That's pretty exciting. Um, I like him. I have no idea who he I've is. I've been wanting him to come on in a while. Yeah. He has a letterbox. He's he's funny. And no. they're talking about Ex Machina. I love that movie. Oh, I still haven't seen that. Well, now you have a reason to watch it. Yeah. Um, all right. So, should we go on to questions? I need to pee real quick. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you want to like tell a knock knock joke or something. It shouldn't take that long. All right, I'll tell them uh, a good story. Hey everybody! Yeah, tell them a Hi. story. Hey everybody! I'm Augie Brightman from Eraserheads. How y'all doing? So I'm a big fan of Joker, right? I think Joker's a masterpiece. Jacob, you know, he gave it a seven out of ten. I don't think he's right about that. I think it's a ten out of ten. I'm currently working on a YouTube video about like you know I'm gonna. Uh, like top five best movies of 2019. Here's the order, if you want to hear it be spoiled. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Lighthouse, Parasite, Joker, Midsummer. But let's not talk about that. Joker's a masterpiece. I love it. Best performance of the year. Uh, Karsten Runquist, he's a YouTuber. Ralph Seppe, he's kind of a YouTuber. <laughs> he doesn't upload very much. He's probably working on his next movie. Yeah. I'm back. Yay! <laughs> Yeah, I kept them at the okay. end. 
that's good. All right. Uh, should we do questions? Let's do it. So, if you want to ask us questions, we'll leave a question thingy um, on our Instagram stories. My Instagram is Aki underscore doggy underscore froggy. Mine is that one movie account. That's the one that I will be posting the questions on. Yep, me too. Yeah. All right. So, who wants to go first? Um, I guess I'll go. Name one off from our boy. Yep. I got one from him too. Well, not one. Um, but... Crafty team. <laughs> um, Crafty team and underscore official asked if you could grant one film without a criterion a criterion, what would it be? That's a great question. Um, there are a lot of films I think should get a criterion release. Uh, I don't know. Man, that's hard. Um, Cause there's like, see, I, I'm going to pick one that doesn't have a Blu-ray release. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, um, I am surprised that Borat does not have a Blu-ray release. Yeah. This is not a joke because like this movie is actually like very good and very well made and very important in cinema. You know, Todd Phillips co-wrote it. He did. Yeah. I got to lower my rating now. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, that's, are you serious? I'm not. I'm, no, I'm serious. He co-wrote it. I'm checking this. Yeah. Hey, you name off one. I'll find another one. Uh, no, he said we can only do one. <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, uh, I guess if I were to do it on that sense, like, um, holy shit. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, like without a blu-ray i guess i don't know happiness because i think the dvd for that movie is like 63 dollars right and i I have yeah you have it i have a dvd i found it at a disc replay for like three bucks nice but um i just laid it down right there that that's a great investment but um yeah i i would love that to get a criterion release because i think that's a very important film for testing limits for for famous actors i guess i just i don't know i guess not really that sense but i just think it's like deserves more recognition but yeah i think really the whole point of criterion is how important a film has had the importance it has on people and uh i don't know but i guess i don't know i i mean elephant doesn't have a blu-ray release well i think it does actually but um i guess i would say elephant <laughs> i don't know yeah i think borat's a really important mo- film in movie history yeah and, like people who like actually like care about film love it it's like a good like this is a universally loved movie yeah so. it's a cult classic yeah yeah and it's I... not just a stupid comedy like some people think it actually has like a purpose no it has something to say it's not just, oh, that's his butt or whatever. You know what? Like, I'll actually, yeah, I'll change mine. Um, I'm going to change mine to the Holy Mountain. And I'll tell you why. I mean, that has a Blu-ray, yeah. Well, yeah, I, I, mean, I, I own the Blu-ray, but. Um, yeah, me too. I think that is a film that is like no other. Um, that can never be replicated, especially today. And 
I just think it's a really special film and I would love to elaborate on it, but I, I think the less you know about this movie, the better. Um, yeah. So I would say the Holy mountain. Yeah. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to stick by Borat because it doesn't have a Blu-ray. I want a Blu-ray stick your Borat up your ass. (laughs) They could do a whole bunch of cool special features. The cover would look cool. It's a good movie. Um, uh, yeah, and I think Criterion like needs a bit of a goofier movie in their catalog because they got a <laughs> bunch of serious art films, but they don't have like, you know, these fun movies that are also important in cinema. Maybe history. they do. You're just not looking hard enough. Well, they have like Chaplin movies, but they have uh, Monsieur's, Holet, Monsieur's Holiday or something. They have what? The Tati movie, Jacques Tati. I forget uh, what it was called. Yeah. Um, they have like um, Election, which is a great movie. Yeah. One of my favorites. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll do one. Uh, fuck Carrots 8. Oh my. The great. I love that. Uh, <laughs> favorite YouTube channels. Also, any underrated ones? So I guess we could just say our favorites and then we could do underrated ones. Uh, well, okay. I think it's pretty obvious. Um, yeah. <laughs> YourMovieSucks.org. Yeah. One of our biggest inspirations. Yeah. Uh, I well, do we want to go like one by one or what? I love Ralph the Movie Maker. I've yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, I hate everything. Yeah. Great. I would say Sardonicast, but I listen to Sardonicast more than I watch it on YouTube. I listen to it on Apple Podcasts, but um, yeah. I watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh Jack's films I really love. Red Letter Media. Yeah. It's an obvious. Nostalgia Critic. <laughs> no. That's I have an autographed disc of the Nostalgia Critic. Why? Cuz I was a big fan of him and I met him at um PopCon. Was he, he nice? Came to Indiana. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Um, I took a picture with him. It's on my Twitter. He seems like a nice guy. I don't get the hate. Like, I don't watch him anymore because I liked him, his older stuff. and now Yeah, his videos not... suck now. But, yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, I don't get the hate, honestly. I was a big fan. It was Yeah. Big... Yeah, so uh, Jax Films, uh, Chris Stuckman, obviously. I think he's yeah, very I like smart. Chris. Still. Yeah. Um... The Flick Pick is fun. Flick Pick's fun. He doesn't upload as much, though. Yeah, you know, uh, Chris Tuckman's always great. Cody Co. I really like. Uh, yeah, Drew Gooden, Danny Gonzalez. Yeah. Uh, do you have any more? Before um, we before we say underrated ones, I'm trying to think of one that isn't movie related that I like. Yeah, a few um, of mine weren't really movie related. No, most of them. Yeah, no, I I don't got any more. <laughs> All right, so I guess underrated. I would say. Yeah. Um, Super Mario Logan. It's pretty. Good that's show. not under. That's like mainstream as shit. Really? All right. Well, he has like millions and millions of follow uh, subscribers. Fine. Uh, well, another one I like that's not really underrated. Uh, Laser Beam. Yeah. He's a good. I don't watch gamers, but I enjoy them. All right, underrated. Uh, Redneck Pudding. Pretty good skit. Skit channel. Yeah. Uh. Uh, Alex Leva, good film channel, but not. I don't really watch them very much. But they're just they're yeah, underrated, I watch so them I just sometimes give them a shout out. 
Uh, I like a lot of Tomska's older stuff, not his newer stuff, but you know. I okay. I want to say um this isn't underrated, but I just want to say the best YouTube videos ever are um the Don't Hug Me I'm Scared series. Oh right, yeah, I love those. I love all all six of those shorts. I think are amazing. Yeah, all those are perfect in my eyes. Those are amazing, (laughs) brilliant. I have my subscriptions on. I'm showing. I'm looking at my subscriptions, and all the Nate, all the icons, and then uh, names are all mixed up. Yeah. (laughs) So John flicking. So flick picks icon says Gordon Ramsay. (laughs) That's fucking. That's great. Um. Uh, someone who follows me on Instagram and I follow back, Lauren watches movies. Oh yeah, yeah. She followed me and I, was, I just wanted to check it out. Yeah, I didn't really watch. I don't know. Not to be mean to Lauren, but I. No, I, I enjoy watch her. a lot of your stuff. videos. Yeah. I would love to give a ginormous shout out to one of my favorite people ever. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Mister Harry Thomas Pictures. Harry Thomas Pictures. Yeah. Um, He's the best dude. <laughs> I love his videos. <laughs> I think he has a disability. I don't know. Um, yeah. But he's so funny. <laughs> and his drawings are actually, like, really good. He has, like, a, um, a style that I appreciate. Um, What's his name again? Harry Thomas Pictures. He followed uh-huh. me on Instagram. Um, yeah. Just follow him on Instagram. I tried to get him to go on Letterboxd a couple times. But Harry Thomas, yeah, um, I... he's just very silly. Um, mm-hmm. I like laughing at him, not like in a mean way, but like he's a he's a goofy guy, and I like yeah. One uh, more I would say he's is, iconic. Uh, yeah, one more I would say is Cinefix. Uh, yeah, and pretty much it. That's a commentary. Oh, pretty much channel. it. Yeah, I used to like them, but I kind of got tired of them. So that's all I have for that. Um, one more shout out to an underrated YouTube channel. Um. I just find this hilarious. Um, his name is Father Roderick. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a <laughs> he's a Catholic priest who likes Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's nice. the weirdest shit I've ever seen. It's hilarious. Nice. So those are uh, yeah. So what would you say? What's uh, your question? Oh, I got another one. Okay, hold on. Doop a doop a doop doop doop. It's taking a while. Boo! Okay. Um, Hitler, I love. My God. Oh, God. Um, best performance by a bad actor and vice versa. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, who's a bad yeah, actor? This one was tough. Yeah. Who's a bad actor? I don't know. Oh, um, <laughs> Tyler Perry and Gone Girl. Fuck, I was gonna say that. Yeah, he was good. He's like a legitimately uh, bad actor. <laughs> like, so yeah, he was good in that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have much. Damn. You want to try vice versa first? So bad, uh, a, so like a good actor and a bad performance, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I'll, let me think about this for a minute. Um, God damn, I don't know. This is so hard. Um, Dang. Uh, do you have any more examples so I can just look through? 
Emma Stone is in a lot of bad movies, but she's a good actress. Yeah, but is she bad in them? Like in Amazing Spider-Man. Peter. Oh, I have one. I have one. What? Florence Pugh in Fighting With My Family. Oh. (laughs) She's fucking horrendous in that, but she's amazing in Midsommar. So. I guess, yeah. Uh... Uh, I don't know. Dang. Uh, man, this is hard. Yeah. Why? No, you I, I have to think of one thing. No, I have to think of one. Okay. I have to think of one. Okay. Uh, damn it. Are you trying uh, to do bad actor? Yeah. Okay. I, uh, uh is Adam Sandler count? No, that's what a lot of people would say, but I think he just doesn't try. Yeah. Most of the time. Because he's obviously talented. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This sucks. I hate this question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hear... I ah. Yeah. Uh... I guess John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. As, yeah, a bad actor in a good performance. I'm not going to say he's a bad actor. He just picks a lot of bad movies. And I guess he's yeah. just... Yeah. He's interesting in them. The fanatic. Yeah, that was a yeah. tough, tough question. Final answer. John Travolta, Pulp Fiction. A good actor in a bad performance. Or, wait, does it say good actor in a bad movie Be- or... Bad actor, actor in a good movie, like good performance, and then vice versa. Okay, so uh, a good actor with a bad performance. Yes, that's the one you haven't answered yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> who are my favorite actors? I mean, Joaquin Phoenix could never do wrong. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Fuck. I hate this question. Why you gotta give me this question? I thought you were I'm... gonna be locked and loaded. No. <laughs> uh, I, I, I don't. That Phil Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction. You're answering no bad performance. No, that's the wrong question. Fuck, that's the wrong bad question. Performance by a good actor. Damn it. Uh. Uh. Uh, I don't know. Robert De Niro's in a lot of bad movies. Okay, Robert De Niro in uh, Bad Grandpa. There, that's it. Dirty Grandpa. Uh, same thing. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Next question. That was tough. Good. Oh, was it mine? <laughs> yeah, it's you. Okay, Crafty T-Man. My boy. Let's yeah. get it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's a joke one from him, just to get it out of the way. Have you Have you ever set a lady on fire? Oh, my God. Yeah, and I I drew a picture of it. Yeah, it was an interesting moment in my life. Yeah. Uh, can you recite the Jessica Only Child jingle from Parasite? Jessica Only Child, Illinois, Chicago. Um, uh, I can recite it. Go ahead. I did some of it. I did most of it. Well, I could do all of it. Go. Jessica, only child from Illinois, Chicago, classmate of Kim Jimmo, he's your cousin. 
made it to a first interview with UNICEF, looks like a poor man's version of Park Saddam uh, from Dokak area, likes GD, retired father rides yachts on Han River, still young at heart, mother runs a kindergarten, baptized name is Rebecca, likes cold noodles, hates lying, worked part-time for a gallery, went backpacking in year in junior year, went to Saira and met kids, developed interest in child psychology there, and studied art therapy. Dreams to be the next Bang Jung Har. I don't know where you got all that from. <laughs> Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I don't... I'll just answer the other crafty team, man. Uh, would you rather get trapped in an alley, an alley with Heath's Joker or Joaquin's Joker? In an alley? Yeah. I don't know what that's supposed I, to mean. I guess I don't know. I I thought. It, I mean, I guess we could just like change it to like I don't know an elevator. <laughs> Because I feel like an elevator makes more sense, right? I feel like if you're not mean to Joaquin's um, Joker, then he won't bother you. Well, here's the thing. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose I'm gonna change this to elevator. Sorry, crafty team man, but um, yeah. So I feel like the reason why Heath would be there is to blow up the building. Yeah. Right? But however, he is walking away with you so he's walk he's 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 exiting with you so i feel like you may be safe because i don't know but i don't know walking phoenix is in the masterpiece but um <laughs> yeah no which <laughs> he is in a couple masterpieces but joker uh, yes one is, but um anyway i no, because you have the ending of the of Joker with the well. No, I don't want to spoil Joker, but the ending. If someone has not seen Joker, no, but I, I still, it's not right to spoil it. But um, you know, I I'm just gonna say Heath Ledger because I feel like he never commits a suicide mission, right? And I feel like he wouldn't. I feel like if he was in a building, he would be to blow it up, right? So, and the reason why he would be in the elevator is to exit it, and you're in that same elevator, so therefore you would be safe, because you're exiting at the same time as his, as him. So, yeah, Heath Ledger. Well, Joaquin's Joker wouldn't even have a plan. He would just be chilling, trying to say something about society. He wouldn't even blow up a building, so I'd be safe if I didn't make him upset. If I was just cool with his joker then he wouldn't well, that's hurt me. debatable because of the ending but you know oh sure. yeah 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 that's true i guess but if i'm just like minding my own business this is about to be interrupted see. by the way but <laughs> yeah oh is it um we're not gonna make it well do you want to do another question <laughs> if yeah, we can do another question. Oh, I was under the impression that it was 100 minutes. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forget oh sometimes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, we have time. <laughs> yeah. So, right, yeah, how we'll many more questions? More. Like, two more? Okay. Boop-a-doop-ba-doop-boop. Like Scooby-Dooby. Joker's a masterpiece. I don't believe that is yes, factual. But true. anyway, uh, get another question. Okay. 
Okay. If, um, I'm deciding. What, okay. If you had terminal, this is crafty team and underscore official. Um, if you had terminal cancer, what would your make a wish be? Uh, God damn. Uh, <laughs> this episode's just all the hard questions. Uh, huh. Well, I guess I would want to meet one of my heroes, you know. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Joaquin Phoenix is my favorite actor, and I would like to meet him because I think that he's also just a hero of mine because he's just trying to save the world, really. So I would, yeah, you know, I would love to meet him. Uh, I guess... Maybe Alejandro G. Inarritu I would want to meet because he made my favorite movie. Like, meet the entire cast yeah. of Birdman. And that would be fun. So, yeah, uh, meet the entire cast of Birdman. Hmm. Yeah. What would you say? Um, I don't know. Because I'm thinking, like, what's um, possible, right? And I feel like with these kind of wishes, like, that, that's, like, their go-to is to meet their heroes or, like, some, someone they look up to. Yeah. I guess. Meeting David. Oh, Morgan yeah, that would, would be great. Cool. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Joaquin, maybe. Um, he's not great with fans, No, he though. is. He's just not great so, with interviews. No, I've seen him with fans. He's like, stop crying. Well, he's a serious actor. He's not like... No, I know. He's a very like, introverted... Yeah, it would be... I wouldn't want to, like, upset him. I would be, like, on edge the entire time. I wouldn't want to embarrass well, myself. I don't know. I'm fine with it. I, I, I would do it. I yeah. Mean, I, yeah. <laughs> You're, yeah, I'm not saying, you know... I mean, like, if I'm he's at, if that. he's, if I'm, if I'm at a festival and I see a movie he's in and he's at the Q and A, I'm gonna ask him a question. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's across the room. This is yeah. up close, and you're dying. <laughs> oh so, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, maybe yeah. David Lynch, Spike Jones, maybe just because yeah. he made her. Um, I don't know. All right, something like that. So we answered that. Safties would be cool. They would just be. I feel like Adam Sandler with. would be cool to hang out with. Just it seems fun. Yeah, the Safties and Adam Sandler would be cool. Robert Pattinson, just so I can say yeah. I like you. <laughs> Willem Dafoe. This is just actors yeah. who would be cool to hang out with. All right, uh, Justin underscore block fifty one. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> uh, favorite decade of films. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite decade? The 2010s yeah. honestly had n- not being a freaking normie, but yeah, they've had some Yeah, great I would movies. say either 2010s or the 70s, but I'm leaning over the two I'm leaning over to 2010s cuz there's a lot of great films. Like obviously yeah. you got Birdman, you got uh Midsummer, uh, Parasite, uh, Joker, uh, Roma, uh, yep. Climax, uh, the favorite, you know, you got a lot of great ones. Uh, yeah, let's tons. just list some of our favorites, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah, her, Under the Silver Lake, uh, 
Killing of a White Sacred House. Deer. Francis um, Ha. Sorry to bother you. Ladybird. Mommy. Um, the Master. Good time. Yeah, Black the Master. Swan. Um, the Wrestler. No, that's right? Is that it? Is that in movie two? Uh, Enemy. Fuck. Well, that's enemy. a good movie. Uh, yeah, Enemy. Moonrise Kingdom. Uh, uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Fuck, and I was say that. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge, I guess. Actually, no, I wouldn't say that. But, uh, yeah. The Revenant. Okay, no, 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 I can think of more. The Revenant. Uh, Mother. Uh, Get Out. Yeah. Captain Fantastic. Uh, Roma. The Favorite. Blue Valentine was just in time for the 2000s. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. So, uh, Baby Driver. Yeah. Any Edgar Wright movie that was made in that um, time. Yeah. Isle of Dog. Married Story. <laughs> Joker, uh, um, Once Upon a Time, Free Solo, Hereditary. Uh, this is getting dull. <laughs> I think yeah, we named enough. All right, uh, I think it's your turn for question. Uh, what? Oh, yeah. we're doing one more. Oh, okay. did you run out? <laughs> yeah. No, no, I didn't run out. I just thought we were doing two more. And no, that was, that was the. Oh, wait, we did our two more. All right. Yeah. That's it, then. <laughs> well, no, you built it up now. now All right. So do, do one, one more. more. Okay. Um. Uh, Didn't I do this in another episode? I guess episode? I'll just do another one. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's funny. Okay. Crafty team underscore official ass. Most ahead of its time movie. Joker. <laughs> so does that mean now wow. or like? Movies that were ahead of their time, but like now are considered classics. I guess I would say. Okay, so now. then I would say. We'll yeah, I, I can actually think of, of a few right now. I I would say Under the Skin is one, or yeah. Under the Silver Lake. Under. The host was ahead of its time. I thought. I think. Killing of a Sacred Deer is ahead of its time. And it goes story, yeah. I would say. It's like, you know. A lot of A24 stuff, like that and Hereditary and Midsummer and stuff. Ari Esther stuff and like, you know. Uh, yeah. You know, there's like underage stuff. Like, I think. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I think Anomalies. Holy Mountain at the time was probably. Yeah, but we're doing now. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll we'll Uh, switch. Well, uh, one more for now, uh, Anomalisa. But, um. Yeah. yeah. Uh, The past, uh, happiness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, Enter the void. (laughs) Irreversible. Um, any Gaspar in a way, really. Um, um, what's that movie that I didn't see, but I can just tell it's ahead of its time? Uh, I I don't think so. It's called the Hour Hourglass Sanatorium. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like 
holy mountain levels of wacky but um uh yeah i yeah uh, that's what i would say oh oh you know, uh, climax you said every gas oh, whoops movie. yeah you done goofed all right we did it another one, another down. one down the dust what? Yeah. <laughs> Another one down the dust. Another one down. That's gonna be my ring. God, it's two twenty-one. I haven't eaten a single thing today. <laughs> Another one down the Another dust. Another one baby. down the dust. All right, we did it. Yeah. Yay! Someone's time to recommend a time. <laughs> time to film the In recommend. Time. I hate that okay. movie. Okay, so we are having. A very special guest. He's so special. Um, Crafty team man underscore official Trevor. Does that mean we're going to have a real lack of comments? (laughs) No, I'm going to like really push for people to ask questions. So, yeah. This is going to be a big one, everyone. This is the holy grail of Eraser. We've had three guests in one season. Yeah. So is this the season finale? No, I think we should do 10 episodes per season. Yeah. Okay. How many episodes We're have on we episode done? Seven. I don't even know. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's it? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So my recommendation um, is a film me and him are very passionate about loving. Um, and a lot of people don't seem to understand the beauty of it. Have I seen it? it? The, um, uh, you know... No, you have not, because I want to share it with you. You're probably going to hate it because you like art. <laughs> no, okay, no. <laughs> but no, you like art. Oh, so stuff. this isn't this isn't artsy. It's not black and white and five hours long. Augie doesn't like it. Wait, so this isn't artsy? No, no, it's not. It is not 100 percent to be taken seriously. Oh well, I'm gonna hate it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, but it's a lot of fun. It's. If you recall a couple episodes back, I don't know how long ago it was, we talked about directors that we like. Um, and this all I director, remember, I all I remember name. you saying is that your recommendation is going to be from someone who hasn't made many movies. Yes, that is true. He's made two movies, feature length yeah. anyway. Um, uh, I like both uh-huh. of them. This is the second one. This is a little more mainstream than his other one. What is it's it? It's director Jim Hoss. It's dir- from director Jim Hosking, my boy. I have no idea. An Evening with Beverly Lufflin is my film recommendation. I've never heard of he that. He also made a film called He also made a film called The Greasy Strangler. Oh, I know The Greasy um, Strangler. Yeah, feel free to watch that one if you yeah, want. Yeah, I've always but wanted to see like that. With, I've always wanted to see that. <laughs> if you don't like An Evening with Beverly Lufflin, then you will not like Greasy Strangler, probably. Oh, I'm definitely going to watch yeah. Greasy Strangler because I've been for in preparation because I've always wanted to see that. Yeah. I love this man. I love his films. I own both of them on Blu-ray. I'm a big supporter of him. I hope you like him and his films and his style. And we're yes. also doing The Master, right? Yeah, and we're going to talk about All the right, so, so it's going to be an interesting episode. What year is Evening and Beverly? What? What's her name? 2018. What's her name? An Evening with, an evening with Beverly Lufflin. Great. <laughs> I'm excited. 
starring Aubrey Plaza and Craig Robinson. I love Aubrey Plaza too. So I think I've heard of this actually. I don't know. It's very original. It's very weird, but I hope you like it. Yay! All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Yep, Uh, yep. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. You got to give them more of a goodbye than that. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Uncle Tom. (laughs) Oh, my God. Bad joke. I'm better than that. All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening.